live from New York, or well, reported in New York. It's the Adobe and Teardrops podcast with your pal, Rachel Post, bringing you all of the alt-country, rock and roll, roots music, and more that I think sounds good. It's the Adobe and Teardrops podcast. It's episode 165 of Adobe and Teardrops. Thanks for sticking with me. Well, everything is coming up, Rachel, this week. I've been on spring break. I joined a fantasy baseball league. I joined a queer softball league, like, in person. Opening day for Major League Baseball is in less than an hour as I record this. And we might be moving into a two-bedroom apartment in the same building. Oh, yeah. Things are good. (laughs) So I'll try not to bore you with all my softball stuff this summer as the season progresses, but I will say that after 20 years of not playing, my fielding is still not distinguished. (laughs) Like, I was under the ball every time. I just didn't make the catch. But that's just practice. I'll get better. As for hitting, I brought my bat from when I was in middle school and all the old butches (laughs) were laughing at me. Uh, So I used an adult bat that was a little too heavy for me, and I crushed it. (laughs) It felt good. And I was like shaking with adrenaline. Also, proved them wrong. And then I got drafted to the beer leagueiest team in the beer league division. So I'm stoked, because all I want to do is hang out and (laughs) have a good time. And winning is nice, but not the most important thing to me. There were definitely some people at tryouts who, like, their day would be ruined if they lost a game of baseball. <laughs> so uh, I know I'm in the right place. Most importantly, though, it felt really good to be playing sports with people who looked like me, um, and I'd really underestimated that. So I hope you find something awesome and healing this week. Speaking of which, we're going to kick things off with some gospel music just in time for Easter. Living in the Last Days is Elizabeth King's first full-length album at the age of 78. I wrote more about it on No Depression, which is linked to in the show notes. This album is a fun ride, as you'll see on the title track. And Patreon subscribers will listen to Reach Out and Touch, both from Living in the Last Days by Elizabeth King. See right way Calling right wrong Right wrong 
concern about the hell in the war. Plenty concern about the weakened man. Killing and stealing and taking that dope. They got the time to think about that soul. We in the last day.
Christina Vane's Blueberry Hill and The Driving Song, both from Nowhere Sounds Lovely. I played some of Vane's music back on episode 154, which I'm linking to in the transcript, so it's really cool to hear what she can do with full production. Then we jumped into some pop with Kai Mata's Wine. Mata is one of the few out Indonesian recording artists. Very happy to play her music on the show. And last but not least... Henry Conlon got us into some Americana with his single, Lucy. Next up, let's get spacey with Valerie June's incredible new album, The Moon and the Stars, Prescriptions for Dreamers. We'll listen to Stay, and Patreon subscribers will get Stardust Scattering. Then, we'll jump into our album of the week, Hope Dunbar's Sweetheartland. This is the kind of music I've been looking for since I started Adobe and Teardrops. Dunbar has an awesome Heartland rock sound while staying true to herself, something that, frankly, I haven't seen many women who go for that sound really succeed at. She's a great storyteller, which we'll hear on What Were You Thinking, and can really put out the stops with Evacuate, which Patreon subscribers will hear. Don't you fall 
she was mutton dressed as lamb in a one direction t-shirt and I guess I understand why getting drunk wouldn't hurt Just had to 
second one made you laugh, right? I got a hold of Scott Making Sense profile picture two or three months ago, and I've been so impatient to get it on here. Everything about the song reminds me of the refreshments. I love it. (laughs) Then we kicked it up with some awesome rock by Andrew Waite and his single Ain't Going Out Like That. Our last full set for the episode is chock full of two different queer country artists who landed on the same aesthetic completely independently. Al Riggs, who spells their name with a lowercase a, is a non-binary musician out of North Carolina whose husband wrote a beautiful note for the record called I Got a Big Electric Fan to Keep Me Cool While I Sleep. The album covers a lot of ground, focusing on the anxieties of being queer in the South. Then... Raining Adobe and Teardrops chart queen Amina Sharif Ali released her album, In the Dark, Awake of Course. The album is a primer in folk punk, and the lyrics dig really deep. We'll listen to Honest Song, and Patreon subscribers will get a load of David. But I'm right I'm a tramp and a rounder And I'll stay out late at night A big old pot of coffee Three times a day for my boy That's more than any loafer In this old town can afford I got a big electric fan To keep me cool while I sleep A little black hat to play
family One that I'm proud of I know that I'll be happy Cause they're the ones I love I gotta Exactly brave, like the one stuck in my head now. It won't come out until it's safe. I've been the lonesome mountain and the songbird joy and the ruined apple tree and the broken boy. Never thought I'd say. Remind me of her Things she'd say used to make me have to close the bedroom door The way you turn your head away like you didn't notice me I didn't like her politics but I loved her Buttons in their bastard blue. What kind of a story is this for our children? Vile character like Rumpelstiltskin, or the wounded sparrow, those imperfect saviors, the broken arrow, the president's lawyers, working overtime to justify torture. Broken glass in your anxiety danger. I say I want a spitfire, but I don't know what I mean. I mean I'm tired of fighting, I'm tired of everything. If I had my knuckles to do over again, I would get birdsong or maybe warm rain. Rain. 
stay I'd wait till November Cause you stole my heart away I'd wait till December And that Christmas would be grand New Year's Day I'd ask you girls You would hold my hand
We got a little punk bluegrass in there with the Barker Brothers' Thinkin' June, and then closed it out with a song from Claire Kelly's new album, The Scenic Root. That was The Restless and the Reckless. Before we head out, remember, you can cop some Adobe and Teardrop swag over on the website. Sign up for the Patreon, chip into the Ko-fi, or send music through SubmitHub. I'm going to be on hiatus from SubmitHub for another week or two, but if you sign up now, you'll get a notification when I reactivate the account. So, we'll end the episode with an interview with Hey King, a queer LA-based rock band. I posted most of our interview over on the website, linked to in the show notes, but in this clip, we talk about what it was like to tour and work with bluesman extraordinaire Ben Harper and listen to one of the most distinctive songs on their self-titled debut album, Half Alive. Be safe out there. In music we trust, in music we believe. Let's dive in with Hey King. In your press materials, it said you were partners, and then I didn't want to assume because I feel like a lot of people use the word partner as like, a, okay. <laughs> I know, we don't understand why we've been together for six years, and it's like such an integral part of the material. Music. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're lovers. We bang. <laughs> A lot of like songs about relationships on the album because that's, you know, a subject, the songwriting subject that is just rich. <laughs> and I don't think anyone's tapped out that vein yet. But how do you negotiate? I guess, how do you negotiate that while you're writing songs together? Yeah. I think it was kind of a mix. Like when it, when the, I had started the band before I met Taylor. And so some mm-hmm. of the songs were more in that vein of like, loneliness and adventure and longing and like this kind of thing and then Taylor and I met and we fell in love and she uh was like she's an amazing amazing actor and filmmaker and I didn't realize that she was also an incredible musician and singer and so when she started like just singing along to tracks around us like with the band they were all like what the hell is going on like she should be doing this with with us and so we started writing more like duet based songs but I love that Taylor has always given me permission to like go run with the song even no matter what aspect of our relationship it's like exploring and that has given me a ton of freedom because I definitely know other (laughs) songwriters where their partners are like completely vetoing like you cannot sing about this thing or this you know emotion you're having about us and it's always given us like a ton of room to explore. But yeah, it definitely changed the trajectory of the band and the songwriting a lot to be able to kind of delve into the relationship itself. Yeah. And like, Sorry is a good example of that. The song Sorry was, <laughs> was like, it was, you know, it was, so we had like Sing Me to Sleep, which was a really cool one. Natalie arranged and wrote the music and lyrics to that, but she used some like lines that I had when I was like feeling super depressed And one of them was about like, I can't like love me when I can't see in my darkness. And that was a really cool way of then developing a lyric of like, love me when I can't see, love me in the dark. And she did such an, you're my favorite songwriter. So so please write about whatever you want. And that's, it's so cool to be able to sing your songs with you. And then sorry, it was like, we're arguing for little tiny, about like little tiny tips that just end up blowing up. And then we just we're like laughing about it this one time and being like we're in a comedy we're not in a drama like our life is like a comedy adventure story it's not a like a dramatic like sad tale right now like we can make the narrative of our lives however we want it to be 
So let's write this song about arguing. Yeah. And that was a really cool co-write because a lot of the songs, most of them are just Natalie. And then I like get to play on it and sing on it. And I, it's such a freaking honor because I love her. She's just a, she's a master songwriter. And this one was really cool and very nerve wracking because it was like, we had to like do it together. Yeah. And that was really fun though, to explore that side of a relationship. Cause I don't, I know that you mentioned that like, there's a lot of love songs out there, but I really admire Sorry because it's not a love song in that in the traditional, traditional sense. <laughs> it's like, stop fighting with me. This is dumb. Let's, I just want to like be in love again. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But it definitely plays a role in the, yeah, in the, in yeah. the writing. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a very fun album and I feel like it covers like a lot of different like musical ground. And I was really surprised in the press materials when I saw that you'd worked on this with Ben Harper. So I, I know a little bit about his own music and I know he worked with Christopher Paul Stelling on his last album. Chris is more of a blues guy and oh, so God. is Ben. So when I saw his name on the press materials, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I like had to double check. How did your, you know, because this album is like a lot of rock. I would describe it as indie pop and like folk. Definitely feel free to push folk. back. Um, no Irish rap. No, Celtic you, gotta, rap. you gotta calm down with that, babe. Because someone no, might no, take I you told, seriously. I totally agree though. <laughs> yeah. When we went on tour with him and we saw what I'd like to hope that we have this similarity is that even though our genres are very different, that man like, pours his whole freaking soul like onto his like onto the stage like people feel like they're mm-hmm. going to church yeah like the, he just gives everything when he's up there and that was incredibly admirable and we were like that and so he wanted that out of us and so while his like sound didn't necessarily like shape the record he definitely gave us a ton of freedom to to like go the depth of what we needed to it wasn't like get in record and get out it was um, especially like the first half of the record that we recorded was like, oh, man. yeah, I arranged when we play live, I arranged for like trumpet, French horn, violin, mm-hmm. uh, like the whole band. And there was never any pushback of like, well, cool, let's get them in here. And let's like, it, or I'd be like, you know, we played this one song where we had a harmonium and he'd be like, let's I got grab the a harmonium. harmonium and like, yeah. let's grab a vibraphone. And he, let's grab- he enabled Natalie to really explore like every like depth of what she was hearing as a songwriter and arranger for this album and that was Mm -hmm. really cool to just have someone on like as as a producer like just be like that's what you hear cool let's make it happen like that was really really that was so grateful (laughs) so grateful as different as our music is like those were the lines that we the songwriting and the like exploration and the how did you tour together? So when we met and he asked to produce us, we thought it was going to be just a few songs in the, the studio and it kept growing and growing mm-hmm. and we'd hit it off so well that then he was like, well, we're going on the road. You know, you guys should do this, this leg of the tour with us. And it was like 13 shows or something like that. So we jumped on right away and we hit it off so well on the road that he took us on like three more legs of like in, of uh north american tours so alaska oh, wow. all over canada and and the states and it was amazing we were we were nervous at first like how the audience would feel about you know because our music is so different yeah but but it yeah, it was it, it was really yeah really, they really, really like well. accepted us and that was really cool especially like as like our first like big touring experience yeah like the stages that we played were just 
but the touring like I, getting around was hilarious getting though, around was really ben funny would, like take little videos laughing at us because we would pull up at the, we tried to never pull up at the same time just because of how ridiculous our touring <laughs> rigs like seven were and like a car <laughs> we had like a clown car at one point stacked to the top with stuff that we, should not be no on top of we car. had like two t- cars i don't know I don't how, how we, we didn't did. get a ticket <laughs> like yeah and they would be like their three tour buses like <laughs> pulled up and we'd be like hiding behind them like it was in a sedan and like well one one the main leg the one that we did 13 for 13 13 shows with him we had like a, a van he's also the kind of person that's like oh by the way it's in like three days and you need to get to calgary that was <laughs> like frustrating <laughs> and like whatever it, it's a it's a yes and situation like an improv like you're not gonna like say no to any opportunities you're just gonna say yes and then figure it out so there was one tour where we needed to be, it was Calgary and yeah. it was less than three days. It was, it was about, we had to leave days, that yeah. as soon as he got off the phone with us, we had to leave in like the next like six hours. Our to band make it. What are some of your musical roots? Because I feel like there's so many like incredible influences and textures. It sounds like uh, Natalie has a lot of experience doing like arrangements with all kinds of instruments. I played in like these really bad bands like all throughout my life like starting at middle school we had like these weird just local concert showcases that were not anything like what Natalie was doing but luckily I had some experience like touring around my little my little state of Arizona before any of this happened. Influence wise just to take that aspect of it I feel like the the Danielson Sufjan Stevens thing is the best example I can give like I love massive arrangements and I love like Cigaro and these bands that kind of but I also love really accessible type music like the Killers I like created this band I was playing music full-time I was living in New York City and working with we were flying out to meet with different labels we were touring we were doing everything and I got bit by a tick while I was on the road and contracted Lyme, Babesia, and Bartonella so I was bedridden for like over four years, I couldn't uh, read or write or walk or talk. I lost a lot of my memory and I didn't think I would play music again, let alone like they didn't think I was ever going to come back from it. And so that plays a huge, huge role into like what the the music is and uh, what it's about and all the influences. I think I played a lot more like emo darker kind of stuff before I was sick to be honest than I do now because you're like well who the fuck cares like I'm alive let's like have some hope because you you know so that plays a big role into it I'd read that as a result of your experience you wanted to branch out and have some more lighthearted songs on this album and what are some of the themes that you're hoping We'll, we'll take away from Hey Kick, from this album, which is named after the band Hey Kick. Well, definitely. I think Lucky. one of the things that was in the old music that I used to write that I always laugh about is like, you could name each song like a different friend or person mm-hmm. because they were so wrapped up in these like really interpersonal, like turmoil relationships. And when you're alone for like four freaking years and you don't see another person and you're just sitting with like IVs to your heart and you have nobody to talk to like you kind of go into this world of like hope and childhood and imagination and rebirth and I think that's my dream is that those kind of things come across in tracks like lucky and beautiful where 
you're more speaking to your younger self or how speaking to a higher okay. power or yeah. your future love or something <laughs> else about how you're going to be okay. Yeah. And that like everything will end up beautiful. Half Alive is to me the most distinctive song on the album because it has such a unique arrangement. We just played drums. That's the kind of freedom that Ben gave us was it was like, what do you want for drums? And I was like, record all of this and then reverse it all and loop it. And it was just like me playing with brushes on the snare and us playing around with stuff. And then it just built from there. It was really fun. There's even like parts of it where she takes her ring off and she's like tapping it on one of the snares. Sharp teeth, soft skin, breathing, eyes closed, breathe out, breathe in. Hands clenched, cold nights, bright eyes, thin sheets, breathe me, switch sides. Head back, tilt chin, sharp teeth, soft skin, breathing, eyes closed, breathe out, breathe in. Hands clenched, cold nights, bright eyes, thin sheets, breathe me, switch sides. I wrote a letter to the Lord. Asked for a girl I could not ignore. I wrote a letter to the sea. Asked for a love to capture me. I can't hear you breathing. I need to make you breathe a little harder. I can't, can't feel your heartbeat and Need to make it beat a little faster. I can't, I can't hear you breathing. I need to make it breathe a little harder. I can't, can't feel your heart beating. I need to make it beat a little faster. I can't, I can't hear you breathe. I can't even hear you breathe. Chin, sharp teeth, soft skin, breathing, eyes closed, breathe out, breathe in. Hands clenched, cold nights, bright eyes, thin sheets, breathe me, switch sides. Head back, tilt chin, sharp teeth, soft skin, breathing, eyes closed, breathe out, breathe in. Hands clenched, cold nights, bright eyes, thin sheets, breathe me, switch sides. I can't hear you breathing, I need to make you breathe a little.
All original content is copyright Adobe and Teardrops. All original music is copywritten by their respective artists.